Hi, my name is Jordan Mayer. Welcome back to the Your Smile Makes Flowers Bloom podcast. This season, I will be focusing on topics that are related to slowing down, wonder, awe, and noticing. I'm very excited for you to listen to our guest today. Her name is Rose Pillay. Rose has been an educator for 25 years. She spent the first 12 years of her career in a high school classroom, teaching science, biology, and Christian ed. For the last 13 years, Rose has worked as an education consultant, where she serves, celebrates, and supports Catholic educators in the Vancouver Archdiocese. Rose also enjoys writing, blogging, and engaging with others over social media. In short, Rose is a collector of joy. During today's episode, Rose and I discuss the difference between wonder and curiosity. Rose also shares a beautiful moment where she experienced awe while visiting Fiji, and also explains how we can keep wonder burning brightly in our own lives. I truly hope you enjoy our conversation and encourage you to write notes so you will remember the insightful thoughts that Rose shares throughout this episode. So Rose, it's great to have you on the podcast today. Thank you very much for being with us. I'm so happy to be here, Jordan. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. So Rose, maybe to start out, um, I'm just wondering if you can maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, um, maybe a bit about your family, um, work life, and maybe things that you like to do for fun. Perfect. I'll start with, um, this is my 25th year as an educator. Woo-hoo. Wow. Um, <laughs> thank you. I spent the first 12 um, in a high school classroom where I taught biology, science, and Christian ed. Hmm. And now this is my 13th year out of a classroom as an educational consultant. And what does that mean? So here's my elevator pitch. I serve, celebrate, and support the Catholic educators of the Catholic Independent Schools of the Vancouver Archdiocese, the Mm. K-12. I primarily function to resource classroom teachers with ideas, information, and inspiration to nurture their professional growth. My unofficial tagline is resources, research, and procurement. That's what I do for a living. That is my passion. That is my vocation, my calling. And I'm very fortunate to um, be from a family of educators. Both my brother and my sister-in-law are educators as well, which um, unfortunately makes dinnertime conversations with my dad um, <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> to him. But that's the way that it is. Um, what do I love to do? I love to, to write. I love to, um, to blog. I love to engage people um, on social media. So if you can't find me in person, you'll probably find me somewhere in the land of Twitter. Um, I'm an avid collector of joy. Hmm. That's what I do for a living. Hmm. Well, I can tell, you know, based off the conversation that we've had already, that you are very passionate about what you do. And I'm sure people are very, very lucky to to work with you and, and to learn from you. So thank you for, for what you do. Thank you. Appreciate it. And it's good to have um, 25 years to, to reflect on and mm. go forward through. I just, um, kind of a weird thing to wrap your mind around the 25 years I've been an educator, but um, I, I would say 25 years getting paid for it. 
Um, I think <laughs> my life has been teaching and learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's certainly not something that stops once you leave the classroom, and that's a good not thing. at all, not at all. Yeah. So, Rose, um, part of the reason that I wanted to talk with you today is just on this topic of wonder and awe and even place. Um, so I was hoping we could start with how you would maybe define wonder and if you see it being different from curiosity. Okay, great question, Jordan. So up until you asked, I believed wonder and curiosity to be synonymous terms. Mm-hmm. Right. So I went Googling, forgive me, <laughs> Googling for word origins, definitions and descriptions to learn if, in fact, there was a difference. So I started off with the definitions, and the two that I found that I re- that really resonated with me are as follows. Wonder is a heightened state of consciousness and emotion, a feeling of surprise mixed with admiration caused by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or inexplicable. In other words, a marvel. Curiosity, on the other hand, is the strong desire and eagerness to know to know or to learn something. That's the textbook definition. So I dug a little bit deeper and I looked at the word origin and I found this quite fascinating. Hmm. Wonder is a cognate of the German wund or wound, whereas curiosity derives from the Latin cura for care. I found this interesting as I think it speaks to the relationship between wonder and curiosity, between hurt and heal. In, in an article that I read called A Study of Wonder, the author points to Sir Francis Bacon's definition of wonder as broken knowledge. Perhaps then curiosity is what helps reach, fill in, repair the gap between what is known and unknown. So then I got, it got me really intrigued. So I went and I hunted for another article. And I found this article entitled, Why Curiosity and Wonder Are Critical to the Next Generation of Scientists. And in it, the author, Samantha Green, identifies wonder and curiosity as the attributes of of a hungry mind. And this is how she distinguishes one from the other. Wonder is an experience that defamiliarizes the novel. Curiosity sparks inquiry that familiarizes the novel. How do I sum up all of what I've learned? Wonder moves us. Curiosity moves us closer to what moves us. That's mm. how I see the difference between the two and the relationship. Wow. <laughs> that is super, <laughs> super helpful and, and insightful. It, it's that I could, it was, it, when I, when I started digging deeper into what distinguishes the, the, the two, I thought, oh, this is a blog post in itself though. So thank mm. you, Jordan, uh, for the inspiration on that. But it's, it's, it's to, to recognize um, it, as it says, like Socrates says, wonder is the beginning of wisdom, mm-hmm. but curiosity drives us there. I think there's there's got to be that that relationship between the two. And I think maybe this is why we uh, sometimes um, see the two as synonymous mm-hmm. with each other, because they go hand in hand. Yeah, that, that reminds me of um, something that happened a few weeks ago at my school. Um, Basically, I had taken students outside for a walk, and we were doing a walk from Julian Judson's um, book, okay. uh, A Walking Curriculum. And the walk that we were doing was um, students were supposed to file, find things that they found lovely and unlovely. Oh, and nice. yeah, and one student 
pointed something out in a in a tree to me and it it was like this tar like substance and we we didn't know what it was so so i took a picture of it and later that night i, I went home and i used google lens on my phone and <laughs> I, I found that it was a very harmful substance um, to this to this tree. So the reason I bring that up is I think wonder is a good start. Like you said, yeah. it, it kind of, um, you know, amazes or, or maybe piques that curiosity. But if that student had said, hmm, I wonder what this is and never shown it to me. Or if I had thought, ooh, I wonder what this is, but then walked yeah. away. Um, I would have never <laughs> found out that this was actually quite a harmful substance to the tree. Um, and I think that's where the curiosity um, led me. And curiosity, I think, I mean, I love how it's associated, it, it comes from the word care. Mm -hmm. Like, it's that empathy-driven approach to learning. Right. Like, you, you, have to, you, won't, you wouldn't care about it. If you didn't care about it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, ask the questions that are necessary or take the invest the time in, in doing something and it's like how do we help our students start from a point of caring hmm. for what they say and hopefully what they what they wonder what they see whatever cars causes them to be moved whatever the marvel is um i'm drawn to experiences that break their heart i mean i, I remember hmm. hearing somewhere i just can't i wish i knew who to attribute this to but um the the driving inquiry question is you know what what breaks your heart mm. and then what do you want to do about it right. like look into the world what breaks your heart and that's like that wound yeah. that 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 where um the word wonder originates from you know what wounds you mm. and then whatever like whatever whether it's pollution or or some form of trauma or whatever it is but whatever's wounded how do you heal it and I think mm. curiosity is the vehicle that heals that's so beautiful thanks for sharing Rose. But, but so what did you do when, when, once you discovered it was poisonous? What did you do? Tell me you. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I spoke. <laughs> no, I, I did speak with my principal and he is, he is on it. So, um, we are moving towards the healing process. Yes. And hopefully blocking it off from any sick fingers getting into it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Thank you for following up with that. Let's yeah. this thing out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the next the next question i'd like to ask you rose is just if you could share a story with us about a time where you experienced awe outside or in the natural world got it so you just want one because i only have 30 minutes got it okay um <laughs> so here's the one that has that that ranks number one on my on my um on my list of awe experiences and that that i'm keeping track of should be interesting. Okay, so in 2001, <laughs> so in 2001, I returned to the place of my birth for a long overdue visit, a family reunion of sorts. Mm. One day, my family embarked, excuse me, I went back to Fiji, pardon me, I went back to Fiji in 2001. One day, my family embarked on what I now view as a pilgrimage to my maternal grandmother's ancestral land. Even though they owned the acres upon acres, they never developed it. It has remained untouched by the 21st century. No running water, no paved roads, no lights, no nada. Exploring the land during the day was like playing survivor. It was bewildering to bound upon and behold the natural beauty of this land that remained unchanged even after Fiji was, quote-unquote, discovered. 
pristine, pure, perfect. But that's not the moment. The moment of awe came after the sunset, and I was standing in an open field. The lush green of the grass and surrounding forest disappeared as the pitch black night sky descended closer to me. As I looked up into the blackest of night skies, I knew I was by myself, but not alone. I don't know if that actually makes sense. In that place of desolation, devoid of color, detached from civilization, is where I felt the deepest connection to the divine. I was not scared of the dark because it became a place for the sacred. And soon after, the stars pierced through the thick blackness. Imagine stargazing without light pollution. That is a show to behold. So here's how that became a moment of awe. This was a moment of awe. It was a moment of reverence, of veneration. In an article um, that I read called The Study of Wonder, the author sanctifies these such experiences by saying the following. By drawing us out of ourselves, wonder reconnects us with something much greater than our daily grind. It is the ultimate homecoming, returning us to the world that we came from and were in danger of taking for granted. That is the moment. That's my number one moment of awe. Rose, you have such a, a way with words. That's, that's a real gift of yours, I can tell. Thank you for sharing that story with us. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I, part of imaginative education includes place and, and realizing that each one of us has a, um, a place in this world, at least one, probably more, that, yeah. that is so meaningful to us. And it kind of brings up these emotions that, um, you know, sometimes they're, they're, very good emotions and, and sometimes maybe maybe not so much um but i i'm so thankful that you you shared that that with with us wow welcome yeah so have i left you speechless my friend <laughs> <laughs> i i i'm just i'm just imagine i'm i'm not here i'm i'm in fiji at the moment i'm i'm and you must go you yeah. must take your must go. It's beautiful. That, One day. That would be wonderful. Yes. Put it on your bucket list. Put it on your bucket list. All right, we're putting it on tonight. So Rose, you've yeah, you've done lots of, of reading on wonder and I, I so appreciate your insights today. I think the next question I'd like to ask you is do you have any thoughts on how children can can keep wonder with them not just in childhood but throughout their entire lives so given that i'm still a child at heart um <laughs> when it comes to wonder um i if this is not my phrase but again I, i've read it you've heard it somewhere else but i think my best advice would be to wander um if you, if you need to wonder you wander um travel Take the road less traveled, um, experience new things, experiment, explore, escape. Um, you know, you go from field trips to field studies. Um, you get out, you go away, you get lost on purpose. Like the way that I keep myself um, in, in that, that mode of wonder, of, of 
looking for things that are going to astonish me, take my breath away. Um, I sometimes I'll actually, because I travel most of this world through GPS, and sometimes <laughs> I'll ignore the GPS commands, right. knowing that I'm, it's going to send me back again, but I'll veer off the route mm. just to see if there's something new to discover. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's to slow down. It's to, like, um, one of the things I was uh, thinking about is, is how sometimes I'll, I'll go through, um, I'll go through, uh, through, through Queen Elizabeth. I get like three routes to come to work. Right. I get three routes. Each route is, is great. It's always traffic, whatever, right? But I usually take the slowest route. I always get here on time anyway. So just in case my, my bosses are listening, but I, <laughs> <laughs> time. but I usually take the slowest route. My slowest route that I take is through Stanley Park. I mean, I mean, through, through Queen Elizabeth's Park. Right. And the reason why I take it is because when you slow down to 20 kilometers per hour, you actually, it gives me enough time to get to, as I say, to inhale the beauty and exhale whatever is stressing me out, whatever mm-hmm. I'm carrying with me. Mm-hmm. It's my moment of serenity and tranquility. But what's so interesting about that slow drive, that slow wandering, or the better would be meandering, um, because the path is windy. When I meander through there, um, no matter the season, whether it's winter, spring, summer, fall, the scenery changes, but I see everything through sepia tones. It's where I go to feel nostalgic. It's where I feel the warmth of my childhood memories. I mean, my summer picnics, winter sledding, splashing in the fountains, literally stopping and smelling the roses of, of the rose garden. Um, I find that travel, meandering, um, going off route. I think these are the ways that things continue to surprise you. I, I look for moments that will take my breath away. What's around that corner? Yeah. Um, what's under that? What's over that? What's beside that? Like I just, I like to keep my vision um, almost like this 360 view of life. Mm-hmm. That makes that, so that's I would recommend for kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you to take as many field trips. Like, I love the walking curriculum for that reason, though. Mm-hmm. Go and explore. Things that look normal, look deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great way to live just in constant anticipation of, you know, the next moment that will take your breath away. Um, I was recently talking with, with an educator named Shari Tishman, and she wrote a book called Slow Looking, which I just love. Mm-hmm. And she defines slow looking as basically taking time um, to look past a first glance. So, yeah, not not just looking at something once and you know rushing by it, but but looking at it um, multiple times and and coming back to it. And I think something else that that I would suggest in regards to wonder is, um, yeah like you just mentioned, looking carefully maybe at everyday things that we think we know or we think we are familiar with and realizing that there is so much more there than meets the eye. Yes, yes. And Jordan, if we could do that for each other, I mean, of all the wonders that are in this world, it's those spaces, it's the people, um, it's mm-hmm. your students, it's the teachers that I interact with. I mean, imagine looking at them with that slow look. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, looking at, looking to, to see beyond what's on the surface, like to see them as wondrous, um, to see them as like certain, like the late Sir Ken Robinson, 
um, you know, he, he says that, you know, we're all born a miracle. You know, do we recognize the miracles that walk into our classroom? Um, what if we, what if we have that same gaze? That reminds me of probably the highlight of the lovely, unlovely walk is when we, we went back in, inside and had a discussion. One of the children um, mentioned his classmates as one of the, the lovely parts of the walk. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. That's so <laughs> yeah. Do you see? Do you see? Like, I guess, like, sometimes we look so far mm. out that we just don't see what's closest to us. Right. So, sorry. <laughs> so that's beautiful. What a lovely moment. Yeah. It was. With your kids. It was. Well, Rose, I, I always like to ask if um, people on the podcast have a favorite quote or or two, <laughs> if if they if they would like to share, and it can be on the topic of wonder or it can be on on any topic if you'd like. So Jordan, I love um, I love quotes. I love finding the perfect. I love to borrow the perfect word for an occasion for, for, for things. And so whenever I'm, I'm on social media, I'll try to find the right gift mm-hmm. if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. I think so. And of course, <laughs> so that's how I usually respond to people. It's not, I mean, I get the 280 characters, but I'd rather respond with a gift and a pro, an appropriate quote though. So I, I love quotes. So I thought I would choose something that was appropriate to our conversation relevant to um, this concept of wonder mm-hmm. and, specifically of this idea of awe. And so I chose one, but then it got me looking deeper. Um, and so let me, uh, let me share it with you. So years, uh, years ago, I attended a fundraising breakfast for a Catholic college, and they had invited a father, Peter Bisson. He's a Jesuit priest. And he began his morning keynote reciting a very short piece of poetry from Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Here are the four lines. Earth is crammed with heaven. And every common bush is a fire with God. But only those who see take off their shoes. The rest of us sit around it and pluck blackberries. Now, that was enough for me. So, but I actually held on to his, um, his morning keynote, and I read the rest of it. And here's what I found. For the remainder of his address, he offered his hopes for a wonder-filled and curiosity-fueled education. This is the quote I wanted to leave you and your listeners with. When we see that everything is on fire with God, then we will be fully in love. To fall in love with the world is to fall in love with God. And to fall in love is to want to learn more about the one you love. That's the quote. Once again, I think you've left me speechless. <laughs> wow. I'm wondering, Rose, could you could you unpack those first four lines? I I've read you've sent me this quote a few days ago and yeah. I've I've yeah. read it probably, you know, ten times and you know, I think just a greater clarity comes with each time that I've I've read it. But yeah. I'm just curious what yeah. So the way that I, I the way that um, Father Bisson went on to explain, because um, he didn't pack it line by line, but the way that I, what I took home from it is that this the entire world, from 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 the beings to the blossoms, all of it, 
um, is basically um, a is the result of our of, of God of, of of the Creator. It, it, it's His gift to all of us. So the entire world is basically um, this idea of heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, God has given the earth to be but a, a reflection, an illustration of what paradise is going to be. And he says when he, when he says, but only those who see take off their shoes. I think he's pointing to the people who are filled with wonder and curiosity. I think he's speaking to the, many people miss the miracles. Mm-hmm. They miss the sunsets. They, they miss that slowing down. They don't take the lovely, unlovely walks in light. Mm-hmm. They miss how beautiful it all is. They never inhale it in because they're so busy. And he goes, I think the idea of only those who see take off their shoes. That take off your shoes, of course, is, is in reference to, 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 to Abraham, excuse me, to, to Moses mm-hmm. being on the Sinai, knowing that you're on sacred ground. Yes. Like, if you recognize how beautiful and how magical and how miraculous all of this is, you would be taking off your shoes because mm-hmm. you are, as I found myself on that, on that, um, place in Fiji, um, you are in the presence of sacred. All of it's beautiful. But those who are, not take those who don't see those who can't take those unlovely lovely walks those who aren't slowing down you're just sitting around and just just using up the earth like that plucking of the blackberries mm-hmm. you're, you're just using up the earth instead of admiring it and mm-hmm. in, instead of seeing it as a commodity not as something to be celebrated yes. and i think there's if there's a deepness to this though but only those who see take off their shoes. Only those who see really know that this is but um, heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how I see. Yes, thank you for for further explaining that. Um, that that third line to me definitely like you are standing on holy ground. Um, it's it also yeah it definitely makes me think of you know being um, being in awe. And it also makes me think of, of worship, not not worshiping things that have been created, but worshiping the creator. Um, there's a song, a song that I just love. It's called um, Don't You Want to Thank Someone by Andrew Peterson. And it's not familiar with it. Yeah. If um, if you have time at, at some point today, I, I highly suggest it. Um, it's about a nine minute song. It's quite a long song, but the basically the main points of the song is you know um looking at creation and having like what you felt when you were in fiji didn't you want to thank somebody for that experience yeah yeah that's beautiful i can't wait to look this up yeah i think um Anything that Andrew Peterson does, I will always recommend it. Um, <laughs> so I, I hope you enjoy the song. I will. So this, I, I love this concept of like you, you're so right, though, Jordan. Like that that moment of, of recognizing that I was both small and super special at the same time. That that idea of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, again, living like I think moments when we encounter these moments of wonder. It moves our heart to gratitude. Yes. I, I, I truly believe that. And yeah, I just want to thank somebody. 
like, it was it's the most remarkable moment. Like you you don't know what black black skies look like unless you're seeing a black sky in Fiji. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was just remarkable. But it's just but again, as, as like this this idea of of, of worship, of gratitude, um, is recognizing that, um, and and then ho- and hopefully moving forward to make it visible to others. Yes, yes. That's what we do. I mean, we if there's idea of worship, mm-hmm. then there's there's idea of witness, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I think this is again um, very grateful for this conversation because it's getting me to think more and more <laughs> about um, wonder and curiosity and and how it it is so much a part about being a human. That is heaven bound. Yes. Rose, I think that's a, a great place to end things today. So just again wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the podcast. You are such a, a delight to to talk with. And I am feeling so um inspired inspired by you. So thank you. Jordan, I appreciate it. thank you so much. I'm I'm happy to help um today. Um thank you for giving me an opportunity to reflect and and to reminisce. And um, I wish you well in, in, in the work that you are doing. Thank you so much for, for giving people voices, especially on a day like this. Today's um, International Women's Day. Yes. So um, thank you for giving uh, this opportunity to, to contribute my voice thank to you. the good work that you're doing. Of course. Thank you, thank you again, Rose. A big thank you to Rose for being on the podcast today. You truly are a gift to our world, and I'm so thankful for the opportunity that I had to speak with you. Thank you for sharing about your time in Fiji and deepening our understanding of both wonder and curiosity. I will never think of these two words in the same way again. Listeners, if you would like to continue learning from Rose, I encourage you to read any of her blog posts. I will make sure to include a link to Rose's website in today's notes for your convenience. I also encourage you to take the path less traveled, to slow down, and to say thank you to the one who made all things. That's all the time that we have for today. Thank you very much for listening. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes where we continue to discuss topics related to slowing down and finding ways to notice the wonderful world around us.